like a rushing wind, like a wave of fire. However you want, however you want, come like a rushing wind and like a wave of fire. Welcome to Wind of Revival, a podcast about the very best of spirit-filled prayer topics and the word of God from the vast teaching of prayer by an intercessor and a life coach, a man who's passionate about prayer and equipping people to pray. Each time you will hear mind-blowing sermons as well as actionable tips and strategies that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective Christian. Now here's your host, Ajiman Kwame Sakodie. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump into today episode. Judges chapter number 6, the verse number 11, 11 to the number 14. Now the angel of the Lord came and sat under the terabyte tree which was in Oprah, which belonged to Joash the Abrite, uh, which his son Gideon treasured wheat in the wine press in order to hide it from the Midianite. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, The Lord is with you, you mighty man of valor. Take note of this. The angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him that the Lord is with you, you mighty man of valor. He said that Gideon said to him, Oh my Lord, if the Lord is with us, why then has all this happened to us? And where are all his miracles which our fathers told us about? Saying, did not the Lord bring us up out of Egypt? But now the Lord has forsaken and delivered us into the hands of the Midianites. Then the Lord turned to him and said, Go in this thy might, and you shall save Israel from the hands of the Midianites. Have I not sent you? He says that, have I not what? Sent you. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. Sit down palandociously on the head of your enemies without any apology in heavenly places in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Ask three people, have I not sent you? Ask, ask somebody, have I not sent you? Ask another person, have I not sent you? Now, I want to share a word even with you briefly by the special grace of God. The title of my sermon is Pillars of Achievers. Pillars of Achievers. Or what holds achievers? What holds achievers? Also, from achievers, Pillars of Achievers. Achievers. Okay. Hallelujah. And so the Bible makes us understand even in the book of Judges, chapter number 6, the verse number 11 to 14, the Bible says that, and Gideon's father was what? A farmer. He had a farmland. Hallelujah. And then even as his father had a farmland, you know, Gideon also was forced to become a farmer. Uh, like the way some of you, your fathers were accountants and bankers. And then they forced you to become uh, bankers 
and all that without inquiring to know what God wants you to become even in future. I believe that that is how Gideon's life was. And so the Bible says that Gideon was sitting even in his father's farmland and then an angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon and the angel of the Lord now begins to speak to Gideon and he tells Gideon that, listen, why are you here? Have I not sent you even to go and bring the people of Israel out even from the hands of the Midianites? And you have to understand something that at the time, the people of Israel were subject to the authority of the Midianites. They were kind of like in bondage. And so God needed to raise judges. And one of the judges that God had predestined and had called according to his purpose was Gideon. But Gideon was ignorant of the fact that he had been called even to accomplish a specific task and a mission. Gideon did not know that his life had a purpose. Now Gideon nimsan a life e wo botaye bin tia e rade eye den e bo no. Enti Bible say no te ho no no dia o do efuo. A nyankopon afre ne say we are mighty man of valor. These are the words of the angel of the Lord. Thou mighty man of valor. That is how the angel addresses him. But Gideon sees himself as a farmer. The Lord is calling you. Thou mighty man of, 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 of Ghana Bar Association. And you are at Cantamanto. And you are selling 90, 90 nightwear <laughs> thou mighty man <laughs> thou mighty man <laughs> of, of the prophetic movement and you are in a barbering shop barbering people's hair and you have skipped their calling May the Lord have mercy on us. And so you notice that, I mean, Gideon was a mighty man, but he saw himself as nothing. In other words, he was living a life of mediocrity. Now, there is a burning desire in your heart. A lot of you had some burning desires to do certain things when you were growing up. But your parents distorted it. They didn't know the original purpose and the intent of God. I mean, some of us even wanted to do the work of God and serve God. I remember clearly when I was about to go to the university, my father gave me a warning. He said that But today my father sees me and he's so proud and he's so happy and excited that I am doing the work of God. And so the first thing that, you know, if you will become achiever, the first thing that holds you, the first pillar that holds achievers is that they are men who discover purpose. Anybody who achieves something in this world is someone who has discovered or found out what God 
created him for. What the Lord has brought him to this earth even to come and do. Until you discover purpose, you are not existing. Until you find out what God has called you to do even on this earth, until you find out why God created you, you are just there. Everything you are doing, it will not be recorded in the books of eternity. Purpose is very powerful. And anyone who will achieve something in this world is someone who has found out what they were created even to do in this life. So when we talk about, you know, first... Uh, Colossians chapter 1, the verse number 16. The Bible says that all things were created even for his word, purpose. The new, the message version. It says that and everything God started in him and finds its purpose even in him. The King James says that everything was created for his word, purpose. So God has not just created you and I to come into this earth, come and, you know, walk on the face of the earth and do other matters and not accomplish anything. Anyone who makes something or creates something, creates it for a purpose. The phone you are using was made for a purpose. And until it accomplishes that purpose for which it was made for, it is useless. It is a phone. I remember my roommate back then, he was coming from a party one night, and then sometime now iPhone and he got to circle, and the guy swapped his Nokia. Powerful Nokia also. Or they call swapping Koji iPhone. You see, so what he got, he got it for a but that you see, because the thing couldn't function as it ought to, it became useless. He had to dump it. That was all talking. It. Now, when we talk about purpose, we are talking about the reason for which something is created. The reason for which something is created. And your ability to discover purpose is what directs your individual efforts. When you are able to discover what God called you to do, what God brought you here on this earth for. Now, when we are talking about purpose, sometimes, you know, people limit themselves only to, any idea, no, no, no. That is not what we are talking about. Are you with me, somebody? I mean, God has called every and made every individual for a peculiar task but the goal is that it must bring men and lead men even to the Christ 
And whatever you are doing must depict the Christ even in it. You notice that Abraham was a businessman. In as much as he was a prophet of God, and then, you know, God would speak to Abraham and all that. You know, God made David. David was a king. That was the main purpose God called him. Samson was called to be a fighter. That was the, you, you notice that, but at the end of the day, his fighting brought the people of God out of their bondage. So God can call you to be a businessman. He can call you to be a doctor. He can call you to be a nurse. He can make you to be a lawyer. He can, I, I, I was reading the biography of uh, George Foreman, one of the greatest American boxers. You know he's a preacher. And then he stopped boxing for a long time, for about 20 years. And then suddenly the Lord again appears to him and tells him that you have to go and fight. I'm telling you. So you see, somebody will say, and I'm boxing, you know. But you see, it was for a purpose so that a particular people who were in need and needed the support, even for kingdom advancement, would get it. Because there were some projects that he needed to even, you know, finish and accomplish for people to be blessed and come to the saving knowledge of God. But there was no money. And God was going to use that channel of boxing even to bring the resources. And so God can call you to do, a whole, he can call you to be a, a, a building contractor whatsoever. I mean, my mother tells me that when I, 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 when she gave birth to me, a man of God came, and then a businesswoman was also there. And then she said that the man of God, that was the church that we used to attend at first, uh, where I was giving birth to. It was cherubims and seraphims. We were dealing with angels. Anyhow, as of washing a white shoe, no. <laughs> so the man of God comes and then the man of God says that this boy is going to preach the gospel. He's going to preach the He will be a man of God. And then the woman also comes and then the woman also says that this boy is going to be a businessman. And then according to my mother, the woman was a very prominent woman in Takrade those days. She was very rich. The woman spat into my mat. As a divine impartation. <laughs> but I never knew this thing. You know, I never knew it until when I became born again. You know, and then I was talking to my mother and then my mother was like, all this while I knew that you were going to give your life to Christ. Because I was very wild. Wild, you know. <laughs> she said, all this while I knew that you were going to give your life to Christ. And so I asked her, was anything, I was just led by the Spirit to ask my mother. I asked her, was anything, and she said that this is what was said concerning your life. So from that time, you know, I really understood and discovered my purpose and the original intent of God for my life. 
even on this earth because God was speaking to me about some of these things but I needed certain confirmations to be sure that this is what God wants me to be so I've, when, when I was in the university I kept telling my friends that me I can't work for anybody my brother-in-law he has taken me to some big men trying to look for a job for me when I finished my uh, masters uh, my, my masters and all that taking me to prominent places but anywhere we go he has the links the Lord will say no and by the grace of God I've never worked for anybody whatsoever but God I've been, I, I, my focus has just been business it's just been the work of God because this is where God has called me to function and you see, if you function where God has called you to function, you do everything with what? With ease. You don't struggle. You see, when you bring a fish out of the sea onto the land, it cannot survive. It will die. That is how some of you, your lives are. The reason why you are frustrated and you are confused about life, and then will you say, Ochna, you are doing this, you are here, you are there, and all that, is because you've not discovered yourself. You've not discovered purpose. If we take you into the sea for just a day, you will die. But the fish can live there because it is purposed to live even in that place. You must discover your purpose. Your purpose is the lifeline for continuity. Celebrate the man of God our father the major prophet so you see your, your purpose is the lifeline for continuity if you will be able to do you see some of you don't have even the desire and the passion you are not happy what you are doing you are not happy you are doing it just because of the money but if you discover purpose, you see everything that you are doing, you see the way uh, daddy prophesies with some passion and he is happy and anytime, anywhere, any day, he can minister to, because that is his purpose. And daddy keeps telling us how he discovered his purpose through his spiritual father when he had a dream. That he was a goalkeeper. The Lord said that you should, uh, you are going, he's going to start a new prophetic movement even with you. Even if God calls you into ministry, if you have been purported to be a man of God, you must know your specific area. That's how a lot of young ministers are confused. They hear about this. They want to go and do this because this is the new move that is in town because the prophetic wave is blowing. Everybody wants to be a prophet. You must discover. Discover purpose. It will help you to do everything you are doing in this life even with ease. You won't struggle. Purpose will guide you. The Bible says that where there is no vision, the people do what? They perish. 
You will just waste your life. If you don't discover what God has called you to come and do, even in this house. Some of you, God brought you in this house for a purpose. But because you are a big and then the purpose for which God brought you here, that purpose is thwarted. I'm telling you, by a sorry way for a purpose, so that through this church you can develop yourself. So that through this church, a certain blessing can fall upon your life. But because of pride and arrogance. Now, a lot of you know that if you had left this church, by now you would have missed out on a certain blessing. Because God brought you here for a particular purpose. And there is a need that you accomplish that purpose. So achievers discover what? Purpose. And that is what guides them. If you know that this is what God has called you to do. You won't go and, you know, I see a, 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 a soldier that's not what? Intermeddle with the affairs of civilians. So you know you are a soldier. You don't go and act like a policeman. You don't go and act like a nurse. You must discover your purpose. After discovering your purpose, there is a need that you prepare. Prepare for what God has called you to do. There's a need for preparation. Be prepared for the master's use. Making something ready, even for use, preparation. You must prepare for what God is calling you to be, or what He is calling you even to do. He's calling you as a businessman, you must prepare. And preparation is where you see the majority of the work lies, and that is where a lot of us fail. Because preparation has to do with a lot of sacrifice. Preparation has to do with humility. Preparation has to do with understanding people. You must prepare for what God has called you to do what? To do. John chapter 14, the verse number 2. Jesus said that I go to do what? Prepare a place for you. Even God is preparing something. Awaiting his people. You, you don't want to prepare. Until you prepare, God cannot use you to accomplish that which he wants to accomplish you with. There's a need for preparation. Making ready. Luke chapter 1, the verse number 80. John the Baptist, after, you know, he discovered what God had said concerning him. The Bible says that he was what? In the wilderness. In the desert. Until the time.
time of his manifestation, what was he doing in the wilderness? He was preparing. Nobody knew him. This was somebody who was called by God in the womb of his mother. Purpose is not made. You discover your purpose. Before God created you, he had purpose that something should come out of you. You must discover it. He was in the wilderness. Matthew chapter 4, the verse number 1 to 2. The Bible says that Jesus Christ was also in the wilderness. He fasted for 40 days, 40 nights. Now at age 12, Jesus knew what he had been called to do. It took him about what? 18 years to prepare for the assignment, preparation. You must prepare. Christians are leaving a lot of things to chance. Are you preparing your mind for the money that is coming? Are you preparing your heart, your spirit? Yes, may be worried. Are you preparing for the marriage? The Bible says that he who finds a wife, but that's how he who finds a girlfriend. You can't be a girlfriend and be married. You must be a wife material. Ten years. I was here to me they will pump cabanes net. Now you're be here in crown. You see when when when. You see, marriage is the only institution that you don't graduate before getting a certificate. They give you the certificate before you start the journey. And anything that they give you a certificate for, it means you are going to write an exams for it. <laughs> Prepare. Prepare. You must prepare. You see, that's why a lot of Christian marriages collapse. I'm telling you. Because we don't prepare for what is ahead. The purpose. We don't prepare for it. You are going to be a great businessman. You are not understanding anybody. You are just there. You must prepare. Preparation must go into it. And preparation is the hard part of the whole thing. Because in preparation, sir, you will sacrifice something. You will be discomforted. Jesus was in the wilderness. He could have started a ministry at the time. 12 years old. Look at Moses. When God called Moses, it took him 40 years to prepare. Studying. Building capacity. Galatians chapter 1, the verse number 17, I believe. The Bible says that, and the apostle Paul said that. He said, and when the Lord called him, he did not hesitate to go anywhere. He went to Arabia. And according to, you know, theology, he stayed there for two years. Doing what? Preparing for what God has called him to come and do. He was learning. In preparation, you must build what? Capacity. You must advance yourself. It took Joseph 13 years 
to be prepared for the prime minister position. It took David about 13 years. Also, we are not told the specific year that David was anointed. For him to prepare to become a king of Israel. There's a need that we build capacity. We are leaving a lot of things to chance and we are doing things anyhow as Christians. Yes, who control exams over passe, Ubenya six way, Konakoda, Konakoda. And that is how a lot of us, you see, we have become irresponsible because we know that when we come to the house of God, uh, God can do a lot of things. No, we have seen God change a lot of people's results here. I tell you, a lot of the people that God changed their results, God decided to show some of them mercy. Obi our demons ne cause a sound and results no. Now what now will nama when she actually now oh yeah dear oh penny idea no the brother who came to F in chains. What were you doing in school? Just messing around. You go and write again. There's a need for preparation, and in preparation, you build capacity. You must build capacity. You will go through things that you don't have to go through. You will sacrifice a lot of things, sir. I remember back then when the Lord spoke to me after my service, you know, during my, the, the Lord spoke to me and the Lord said, I go to Kumasi and go and serve your father, the major prophet. Sir, I had some nerves beautiful girl I'm telling you her father was very rich and the man told me he said that I want you to marry my daughter I'm going to give you a house everything I will put you in a top notch position and all that I don't know that God gave me a certain kind of favor in the sight of the man now when I told the lady I said that listen I want to go to Kumasi. The Lord says that I should go and serve. She said, babe. <laughs> I said, babe, you can't go. Oh, babe. You can't go. You know I can't do without you here. You know, you know what I mean? I mean, sir, the lady was good. I'm telling you. She said, you can't go. You can't, you, you can't leave me here. <laughs> I tell you. But you see, I told her, babe, I have to go. <laughs> we, we must go. We must go. <laughs> Sir! I'm telling you. You see, I, 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 I always thank God that I obeyed the heavenly voice. Because if I disobeyed the voice of God, 
I won't be here by now, I believe. I will be in the banking world doing some balancing and things. <laughs> the sister left me. I'm telling you. Because, you see, it will come, when, when it comes to preparation, you will sacrifice a lot of things. And some of you, God is preparing you in this house. You see, God has called you into the music department to come and be a blessing to his people. I'm telling you, you won't get things easy like that. It's sacrifice. You must, you will sacrifice. Something will, it will stretch you. Have you noticed that when, a build, when they are building, they, they, there are some portions that they don't use the full block to build. They have to chisel the block. They will break it before it can fit in. Listen, for you to be able to fit in, God is going to break a certain part of you. And the reason why a lot of us have become relaxed in the house of God and there is that spirit of laxity and we don't want to do anything for God and we want to be begged even to do something for God is because we have not been broken yet, sir. We have not been broken. I'm telling you, the Lord will break you before he will make you. If he doesn't break you, he cannot make you. I'm telling you, you must go through something. You will feel something. You will discomfort yourself. You will discomfort yourself. You must prepare. He has called you to be a music minister. You are not learning anything. You are not learning anything. In preparation, we learn. We learn. We learn. You must seek knowledge as you are preparing. You must seek knowledge. Everything that is in this kingdom answers to knowledge. God is not an ignorant God. First Samuel chapter 2, the verse number 3, the B part. It says that for God is a God of knowledge. And with him, deeds are done what? Weighed. So if God is a God of knowledge, it means that there is a need that we acquire knowledge. We must be knowledgeable. You must know the word of God. You must know the word of God. You must read books. We don't like reading. We don't like studying. You must understand somebody. Some of you can't read. And we'll say, Listen, learn. We don't like learning. That's why all the time we are at one particular place. There is no advancement. There's no progress in our lives. There's a need that you study, you get knowledge. God said to Timothy, He said that study to show yourself what? Approved. As a workman who needs not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. There's a need that we study. Steady. Steady. Also, for idea as believers is to learn. I'm telling you. Somebody doesn't even know where the book of 1st John is. You are a Christian. Bible 
Uba sorry so now you preach and now me me phones. It's pride. It's not like you are jotting something down. You see, you 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 cannot become anything useful if you don't study. You must learn. After you've discovered purpose, you must prepare. In preparation is studying. The other thing you have to do, you must have, you know, mentorship. You must be guided. You need the right association. You must have the right association. Quality people. You must practice OQP. Only quality people. You, you can't work with just anybody. Are you with me, somebody? 1 Corinthians 15, 35. I end here. It says that bad company does what? Corrupt good manners. So you can't work with certain people who are not achievers, those who are not going anywhere and expect to become something. It's very important the kind of people you associate with. God has called you to be a pastor, a prophet. You know your church don't believe in those things. You two, you are there. Also, you see, you are an idiot. <laughs> You see, so bad company will, will, will corrupt your good manners. You are working with the wrong people. They are always telling you. I'm telling you, listen, you, 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 can't, you can't work with certain people and expect your life to go in a certain direction. If all your friends are doing hook up, hook up, any idea, they don't see anything, you too, you'll be hooked up. You bad company corrupts good manners. You say also you can handle it. You can handle what? What can you handle? They have seen what they have seen the kind of people you are working with. They are not helping you. Draw yourself away if you will become something. Ecclesiastes 4, the verse number 9 to 2. It says that two are better than one because they have a good word reward you need good you need right people quality people around you you have been called to be a businessman you need business people around you you don't need people who are not doing anything Matthew chapter 15 the verse number 14 it says that when the blind lead the blind they will both fall into a ditch oh bah, sorry all your friends are unbelievers they will lead you into the ditch. They will lead you into the ditch. You must run away from certain people. Proverbs chapter 13, the verse number 20. It says that if you walk with the wise, you will become a wise person. But the companion of fools will destroy you. You can't work with certain people and expect a certain, you know, results in your life. There's a need that we change our mindset as people of God. Work with people who are angry for God. Work with people who want to achieve something. Have mentors. Be guided. Be guided. You must have somebody you are looking up to. You are a 
musician, you don't have anybody you are looking up to. You are a preacher, you are not understanding anybody. You are a businessman, you are not understanding anybody. My mentor is my father. He's my father, he's my mentor. He's a businessman, me too, I'm doing business. He's a man of God, me too. I am a boy of God. <laughs> I'm telling you, you must have mentors. Look up to people. One of the people I also look up to is my brother-in-law of Isabu because he's a big businessman. And he's, a lot of the things I do, I do because I get the inspiration also from him. You must be guided if, you, if something good will come out of your life. You can't live your life to chance. We must wake up, people of God. We must wake up as a church. We must wake up. So that we can become what God wants us to become. Rise up to your feet and celebrate the Lord. Thank you for joining us this week on Wind of Revival podcast. Like what you had. So-